0: Today, internal CDC document projects the daily death rate to nearly double over the next month from coronavirus and more than 40 percent of small businesses may close in the next six months. I don't mean to be all doom and gloom, but holy crap, we've got a lot to talk about and it starts right now. Welcome to the News and Why It Matters. I'm Sarah Gonzalez, today joined once again by America's Favorite Cowboy, Chad Prather, host of the Chad Prather Show. I didn't do the polling on that. I just assumed that you are, in fact, America's Trust Favorite me, Cowboy.
1: Trust me. I re- You said it. I retweeted it. It's a fact.
0: No. <laughs> okay. That's the way facts work in this day and age in 2020. We're also joined by uh, Tim Young. You, I want to call you like all these different things. You're a comedian, mm-hmm. right? You work for uh, the Washington Times. It's columnist, yes, columnist yes. there. Uh-huh. Which you have a new column out.
2: I do. Uh, talking about the uh, flyover and how the economic impact of COVID is going to basically destroy it.
0: So everyone please go check that out. Uh, latest column at the Washington Times. And we are also joined. We've got two people on their maiden voyage on the show. We are also joined by the lovely Genevieve Collins. She is running for uh, here in Texas House District 32 which is currently uh, Colin Allred's seat. Boo!
3: First term Democrat and he yeah. will be a one term Democrat. There you yeah. go.
0: There you go. I love it as uh, all right, we've got a lot to get into. First, let's hit this uh, CDC document. So, uh, apparently, there's an internal document that has leaked out from the CDC that says that the number of daily new COVID-19 cases is projected to increase from 25,000 per day to 200,000 per day by June. So that takes the daily daily deaths uh, 1750 to 3,000. And, uh, you know, this is happening at the same time that the coronavirus task force is, you know, the White House is talking about disbanding it. The White House has not confirmed this. The White House is saying uh, this is not a White House document, nor has it been presented to the coronavirus task force or gone through interagency vetting. Any time a memo leaks in this administration. I'm a little bit skeptical of the truth and uh, facts of that memo. Chad, what are your thoughts? I'm
1: a little skeptical of anything coming out of the CDC right now. Uh, We've seen too many uh, disparaging things. Let me say this. I wish that I could say that all of these organizations that are out there, we've looked at the WHO, we've looked at the CDC, we've had all these different organizations. I wish that we could have just a fair and balanced health organization that could put the documents and the facts out there without any disparaging remarks or political bents or anything like that. But unfortunately, that's what we're seeing. And we're seeing too much differentiation between one number that's reported this week and a number that's reported next week. And I don't like that. So... Unfortunately, I've got my conspiracy hat on, and it's just on way too tight right now. Tim and I talked about that earlier today. I'm reading some things right now, and I'm gonna go out on a limb, and you guys can persecute me and crucify me if you need to. But I just think in about six weeks, we're going to look back on this day and we're going to say, what in the hell were we believing mm. at that point in time? Because there's
2: some things at foot that just don't make sense. Yeah. Tim, what are your thoughts? Uh, I think everyone should just stay at home. Just stay locked up in your houses forever. <laughs> we'll never catch anything. You should never leave. I just This is getting ridiculous, and it's so paranoid at this point. Chad nailed it, though. That's not conspiracy, Chad, what you just said there. <laughs> we're, we're seeing the early results of antibody testing come out, which shows... Fifteen percent of people who, who they tested had this, didn't know they had it, and they're showing signs of the antibodies. That means twenty to thirty million people already had this. That mm-hmm. also means the de- the mortality rate is ten times less than what it is. And this might just be like another flu. Mm. Am I allowed to say that? You're not oh, allowed no. to
0: say that. Oh, no, You're not allowed to say that. You want get people
2: to die. That. I want everyone to die. <laughs> Clearly, that's what that means. And here's the news: they're all going to
0: uh, eventually. In
2: time, you leave learn. your house. 100%. That's the other thing, too. People think that getting COVID is a death sentence. That's the way the narrative has been spun. Eighty percent of people don't even show a symptom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: Well, and we're not even getting any truth, in accuracy, or numbers. You know, one CDC is going to say the one thing, the Trump administration is going to say another. Right. Nancy Pelosi is going to tell everyone that we're dying. You know, there's no real way to see what's. The truth and how do we really take care of ourselves how do we take care of our neighbors because let's be honest we want to be social we want to be around people we want to be around our families in a safe and healthy way yeah but if you're not giving us any accuracy How are we supposed to trust the CDC? The thing we do know is that Nancy Pelosi
2: has delicious ice cream in her refrigerator. Very (laughs) delicious. Expensive, delicious ice cream.
0: Tim, I want to get back to to something that you just touched on um, that I do think is important, which is that the people, I think, are being conditioned right now in this country to believe somehow that the government is there to protect them from contagious viruses, from diseases. And it's like... That should never be something that you assume that the government is here to protect you from. A, it's not in the Constitution. I missed that part. And B, every single time you leave your door you are assuming risk when you live in a free society yeah. that you could be exposing yourself to anything, but that's a choice you make when you leave isolation.
2: Yeah, and also as part of that protection, calling on your calling the police on your neighbors to have them arrested for like nice. walking without a face mask on, there's a lot of just insane things going on now, and people are paralyzed by fear. One certain type of people that happen to lean left politically <laughs> are paralyzed by fear and, and literally believe the government that has failed at every program they've basically ever instituted. We'll save them from a virus this time around. Mm-hmm. Come on.
1: Chad. You know, Dave Rubin, on my show yesterday, he said, we want to believe that the government is kind of right, right? And unfortunately, you're right in this case. Nothing the government's ever run makes sense. It, I mean, would you rather use FedEx UPS Did you say unfortunately I was post- right I mean it's, yeah because unfortunately not it's not that it's unfortunate that you, yeah <laughs> that's the go to phrase I'm going to have him a t-shirt Ooh. made says I'm a broadcast journalist <laughs> uh, no unfortunately you're right about the government that's the thing yeah. it's it's not a, it's a negative deal um, I don't know I I look at this stuff and I'm I'm thinking You know, I just want to I want to go to the beach. Right. I want to go out and and live my life. And as an American who has liberty, and I have said this over and over till I'm blue in the face, I take the responsibility with that liberty to live a free life without going out and breathing. I'm not going to lick your face when we go to the grocery store. I'm going to you know, if you want me to distance from you, I'll distance from you. I got up this she morning. Said she said that a few <laughs> times. I've she did say. I
0: mean, I've told HR a lot of times. It's in a memo. <laughs> it's in a
1: memo. The fact that you're there and not yeah. here, I don't
2: know.
0: Anyway.
1: exactly. I got up this morning after only sleeping four hours last night. That's not healthy. I went through the McDonald's drive-through. I got not one biscuit. I got two. I even had the Chat. potatoes. I drink oh. a diet Coke, which is neurotoxin, oh. and and then I just had M&Ms. I had some uh, Skinny Pop. <laughs> So that's healthy. There there you go. (laughs) I took a multivitamin this morning. Who knows what my heart's doing right now? Who knows? I'm out of breath just walking on a set at this stage in the game. I take eight prescriptions every single morning. I'm 47 years old. I got a foot in the grave. I mean, I look good, but I'm telling you, it's not healthy. And I'm not going to sit around worrying about something that's got a 99% recovery rate and change my life and ul- alter my liberties and my freedoms over it. I'm just not going to do it.
0: Genevieve, how do you think that we have, where did, where did it come from, the idea that coronavirus is going to kill you, right? Because if you really look at the facts, you can see what Tim is saying, what Chad is saying, that there's a very tiny, minute chance that it's actually going to kill you if you're a healthy yeah average-aged adult individual, yet everywhere I look, I guess my first mistake is looking online, but everywhere I look, (laughs) I see these people who are like, oh my, good gracious, no, I'm not taking my kids outside. And I'm like, what is wrong with you? Where are you getting this information? Is it the
3: mainstream media? Is it the doctors? Where do you think that this is coming from, ultimately? Well, my godfather actually got coronavirus in early March. He lives in Seattle, and he was in a hospital. They were hit really hard. And so- You know, our first part of this narrative came in from the West Coast Mm -hmm. and people really went down Mm -hmm. in a way that demonstrated our supply (laughs) chain wasn't prepared. Our first responders did an amazing job, but they didn't have all the supplies, you know, and that city governments weren't prepared to deal with this. And and then it's one spiral after another that the media is saying we are not prepared well, that's not necessarily true because people are there on the front lines. Mm-hmm. And my godfather, he spent two weeks in the hospital. He was on res- uh, ventilators, the whole thing. He's fully recovered. Wow. But that mm-hmm. first kind of like launch yeah. here, I think, was pretty devastating to yeah. the narrative saying we're all going down. Mm-hmm. Everyone's going to be need to shelter in place, full lockdown. And that really just negates all of personal responsibility and mm-hmm. having liberties of Being able to take responsibility for our lives, Mm -hmm. I think that that was the first mistake that we let the media control the narrative from its first onset in the West Coast. Yeah, Tim, what do you think? Wasn't
2: China the first country that locked people down? Yes, and then everyone followed from there. Yes,
3: wasn't it weird that there was a protest going on, and then there was, and then it It stopped. That's crazy. And then they
2: were they were welding people into their (laughs) apartments after that to keep them locked in there. I mean, the fact that we all followed what China did. (laughs) <laughs> it's, I'm not a conspiracy okay. guy. I'll, I'll look over to Chad. <laughs> but if you want to shut down economies and stop a protest, that's a good example to set, right?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, they Chad. did it. And they're not Chad, we're looking at you, a not conspiracy not back out theorist. in the
2: street. <laughs> look, here's what we know. These are facts.
1: One, it's a real virus. Two, it is highly infectious and mm-hmm. contagious.
0: Mm-hmm. Three... Which does not mean you're going to die. Right. Can we just... Three, the mortality
1: rate is not Thank what you. was projected. You can't live off of models, Okay. So when, you, when they come out and they say, okay, well, this number is going to double and all of these things, based on what? What you're going to see is you're going to see people who are reducing the antibodies, the flora and the bacteria that's on their skin through using antibacterial lotions and washing your hands over and over again. We used to eat dirt for crying out loud. Used <laughs> to. When still? you when you yeah, yeah when you cut <laughs> your leg, you know, my parents had spit on it, you know, rub a little yeah. dirt on it. That's what you did. Now that's we're cool. going to wash ourselves and we're going to go back out into public and guess what's going to happen i'm gonna walk into the walmart some guy's barely got his pants on i'm gonna breathe the same air as him and i'm gonna get sick i'm gonna catch a cold i might get the flu i don't know i might get staph infection from his nasty ass but the bottom line (laughs) is it's not going to kill me but i i've made myself Mm -hmm. so pure Mm -hmm. because i've become so germaphobic that now i'm gonna get sick and so what they're gonna do is they're gonna say see we told you Mm -hmm. we told you you were it was gonna be bad well, no, that doesn't mean I'm dying from coronavirus. It just means I did everything to lessen my immune system yep. in order to go back outside and get sick.
0: Well, speaking of lessening your immune systems, I mean, we, have, we talked to Dave Rubin about this yesterday. Chad and I, you know, you have uh, the governor of California saying you're not allowed to even go to the beach. Last Dirt. time I checked... vitamin d pretty good for your immune system the sun pretty good for your immune system not only your immune system but everything that we've heard from the scientists at dhs say sunlight kills this thing better than anything else heat humidity is horrible for it so why then the arbitrary decision that yes you can go to the crowded grocery store to go get all of your groceries and where everyone's touching everything, but you can't go to the beach to go get yourself some sunlight. It's, almost like it's just about control tim
2: uh yeah and, and also our uh, elect, uh, uh the elected officials are stupid that's uh that's <laughs> something as well one of the things i've learned about the social distancing and six staying six feet away yeah. from people i don't like people in my bubble and apparently that's six feet <laughs> i don't know about you guys but when i'm <laughs> oh, in line at at stores it. yeah when you're when you're yeah. in stores i try to avoid people anyway i don't want to be that close to people when you're at the beach do you want some half naked ugly person that close to you <laughs> Ever. I don't I don't. Chad is very ugly clothed and I don't want him this close to me. That's I I don't want you in my bubble. And it's already that six feet like people don't wash their hands already. Are you kidding me? People don't cover their mouths when they they sneeze or cough in public. Are you kidding me? (laughs) (laughs) This is these are common sense things that we were already doing. This is, I, I don't want to go too far into the control thing. I, I think that it has become an exercise in that when you see yeah. states like Oregon uh, extend their emergency orders until July the 6th. Right. So then the governor has yeah. ultimate control over anything. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's yeah. ridiculous. And they already know they'll need it all the way through July. Yeah. right. But right. it's like, it's just stupidity to start. Yeah. And
2: now you take a look at that. You take a look at what's happening in Michigan. And then when you have the governor of uh, Virginia saying, hey, now's not the time to protest. That says something, mm-hmm. uh, that it is now t- the time to protest, but that they want to control the people and they don't want any kind of uh, retribution from that.
3: Yeah, Genevieve, last word on that. Well, I think that I don't have very many positive words to say about Governor <laughs> Gavin Newsom, first off, but I think we have to end like big government overreach. It's time for people to take responsibility for their actions, be smart for themselves and their families and go back to work. The American spirit Mm -hmm. is innovative, we're creative, we like working, which Mm is, we need to go be productive again. Let us go be Americans. Yeah, yeah.
0: And we've got more on that uh, when we come back about all of these small businesses and what's going to happen to the economy and all of these jobs now that they have been forced to be shut down by the government. First, we want to thank our sponsor, Brick House. So, uh, you know, we're talking about all of this self isolation. Unless you plan on being self isolated forever, you're going to eventually need to be around other people again. And one of the best ways to avoid getting sick is a healthy immune system. All year round, which is why we recommend Field of Greens here at Blaze TV. It is from Brickhouse Nutrition. Now, one scoop of Field of Greens has a full serving of real organic fruits and vegetables. It obviously boosts your energy, supports a healthy immune system. Uh, If you don't like vegetables, um, I'm, I'm not gonna like single anyone out, but <laughs> men probably, <laughs> maybe sitting at the table, I don't know. What? You guys don't like your vegetables. You don't eat vegetables. I take Field of Greens. Yes.
1: <laughs> I love them.
0: And it doesn't <laughs> taste like vegetables. Can you just be clear? Because I've seen people in the comments no, like, I oh, I bet it tastes like tomato juice. Morning. No, no,
1: no. I do the Field of Greens, I do their dawn to dusk. Yes. Love it. Yes. The time released energy all day long.
0: I tried yeah. to eat huh. this. Yeah, no, you don't eat this.
2: Not
1: Field of Greens. Don't eat this, Tim. You
0: need Field of Greens. chewy. Uh, Field of Greens (laughs) is probiotic. It's probiotic. um, And it's a great source of vitamins, fiber, other nutrients. You put a scoop in, water. You can do it in water, put it in juice if you're just like really sensitive about it. But it tastes great in water. My family drinks it. My son loves it. Right now you can save 15% off your first order with the offer code Blaze. All you got to do is go to BrickHouseBlaze.com. That is BrickHouseBlaze.com. If you subscribe, you will save an extra 10% every month. Turn your body into a BrickHouse, why don't you? Go to BrickHouseBlaze.com. Back in a minute. All right. Now, in addition to record unemployment numbers, experts are now predicting that a wave of small business bankruptcies is on the horizon. Gosh, who could have predicted that there would be like economic distress from shutting down all of the businesses because the government tells you you can't work or make a paycheck? I don't know who would have predicted that. Not us over here at the blaze. Uh, They're saying more than 40 percent of the nation's 30 million small businesses could close permanently in the next six months. Months. Again, I don't mean to, like, you know, beat, beat our own drum over here at the Blaze, Chad, but, like, I feel like there were a lot of people who perhaps weren't even economic experts, right? I don't think that you need a degree in uh, economics to just say— um, Yeah, there are a lot of small businesses that operate with really small profit margins, Mm -hmm. and you can't just shut them down and expect them to flip on a switch and turn everything back on and everything goes back to normal.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean— Alexandria Casio cortez she's an economist, right? She knows all
0: Sadly, she, yeah. that's what her degree is in somehow. Well,
1: you know, I've been fortunate. I, there's been a lot of changes to my business. I can't tour. I can't go out on the road. I can't do live shows right now. Um, those are getting postponed right now. I mean, shows that we were going to do in June are now being pushed to August just because. Uh, you know, you take these venues. They can't make enough money. We've talked about restaurants that now in Texas are open to quarter capacity. It costs them more money to be open than if they had been closed and continued with a takeout curbside service. I'm fortunate enough that I run other aspects of my business where I don't have an overhead. I don't have the brick and mortar, right? These places who do, God bless them. Mm -hmm. Uh, You're talking about people who have taken life savings, investments, stepped out and risked. Something that I've preached to people for years and years all over the country, all over the world, said you got to take a risk, you got to step out, sometimes into nothing. And they did that. They risked it all to have the federal government or the state government step in and say... You're out on this. People's dreams are being dashed over again, something that's got a 99 plus percent recovery rate on this thing. And by the way, breaking news, Greg Abbott did just open salons and gyms as long as six foot separation is maintained. How do you cut hair with them?
0: How, Yeah. Mm. The, how do you? We'll every see. other chair?
1: Yeah, yeah, that kind of thing. I mean, well, those i don't are know.
0: some long they're gonna, they're scissors that you're gonna, gonna, gonna over know. here, like Edward bands,
2: <laughs> you, know, you know? Those, those uh, oh, novelty flippers. opening yeah,
1: scissors. There
0: you go. Yeah, yeah. You know I don't know, know that I want a haircut with those. I don't know that I want a haircut with those. Tim, uh, what are your thoughts on this? More than 40% of small businesses may close in the next six months.
2: Well, you know, I think the piece that I that just came out today with the Washington Times that I wrote about the economic impact and especially flyover, uh, probably the most most serious piece I've ever written in my life, and I did not intend to write this piece. I drove 3,600 miles from Austin, Texas, all the way up to Minot, North Dakota, met in, stopped in almost every town all the way up and down major towns, talked to small business owners, and um, it's heartbreaking. And you take a look at the overreaction of these areas. So like South Dakota, wide open. Rapid City decides to shut down everything within its city limits. In the county that Rapid City is in, they had 12 total cases, 10 recoveries, and one death. Is that worth shutting down every business in that area? No. In uh, Omaha, Nebraska, I believe they only had, uh, and, and you can fact check me on this, I think it was something like 13 mm. cases. Like it, It's these tiny areas. Why were they shut down? I can understand a New York with non-essential businesses because people live on top of each other. It's a different culture. Mm. But extrapolating that to flyover, a- Even in Texas. You go into West Texas, there's like, you know what? You know, 100 people in the town and a couple of tiny businesses. No one around. You're not getting it there. But everything was shut down. This is overreaction from the government. Somebody's got to pay for this, too. Who?
3: Right. That's a great point. Genevieve? Yeah, I mean, this shutdown has basically killed Main Street. We have effectively ended small mom-and-pop brick-and-mortar shops. If you are not online and if you don't have online Mm -hmm. supply chain capabilities, Mm -hmm. you are really struggling. Meanwhile, in Washington... Democrats continue to play politics with people's paycheck protection program, SBA loans. You know, we can they're trying to keep putting in fat and extra pork unnecessarily while Main Street USA mm-hmm. will close. Mm-hmm. I mean, these are people's livelihoods. I love your point about Tim, about South Dakota. Governor Noam she's amazing. She's like, no, I'm not closing my state. If I close if she closed her state, we wouldn't have food. Right. Mm-hmm. Like. We have to understand there is supply and demand, mm-hmm. and we have effectively completely cut almost all supply to our country. Mm-hmm. And it's, I think coronavirus has shown an enormous light on the problem with single source supply chain and how Main Street is not able to facilitate and play in that area. And that, I mean, I am a businesswoman and have built a successful education company. And if you're not tech, You can't survive in this post-apocalyptic corona era. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of people that are still working in their 70s and even in their 80s that aren't online. And we've just completely cut their entire revenue stream.
0: Yeah, Tim brought up uh, a good point about, you know, you're talking about all of these places that have such a small, minute amount of death. But, you know, you said something that I, I frequently say and I get so much backlash and I can't for the life of me understand why when you say, well, there's what, 12 people who've died? And people will go, what, you don't care about the people who died? And I'm like, well, no, it's just that I'm trying to factor in all of the other, like, human lives. When you talk about destroying an economy, there are lives there that we need to talk about. On the
2: flip, how many people will commit suicide? How many people are suffering from terrible depression? How many people will uh, suffer from some sort of domestic violence? Huge increase here in Dallas. It's just unbelievable. And and we're not taking a look at that. We're looking at one factor Mm -hmm. only. How many people, and something that is going to catch up to us here had something that should have been an elective surgery two months ago, couldn't get that surgery, and now it's an emergency surgery. Yeah.
0: Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, those, those, those are lives, too. Mm-hmm. Oh, and by the way, if we want to just go by the fact that if it just saves one life and we're just trying to save human lives, why have we not shut down the economy every flu season? Why are
2: we allowed to drive? <laughs>
0: why are we allowed to drive? I don't trust you people on the road. I don't know what you're going to do. Mm-mm.
1: Chad? How many times have we talked about, well, Walmart's coming into town. They're opening up a new super center in there. It's going to shut down every mom and pop store. Yeah. The pharmacies are going out of business. Do you know how much Jeff Bezos is worth? $140 billion. $139 a billion. Dollars. You know why we made him that way? Amazon. They're taking over the world. And now Amazon's teaming up with Google to to be able to track you, to identify you, to see your patterns, to see your trends, everything you're doing, how you're living your life. They're doing all these things. We're making them that way. And now that we have exposed our soft underbelly through this Mm
2: -hmm.
1: virus, Mm -hmm. this so-called pandemic, we've really exposed our weak. Points And giving them more power, which, by the way, you need to go back and watch my One Nation Under Surveillance episodes Mm -hmm. and see this because people, they think they know what's going on. You really don't know how many eyeballs are on your life right now. And we're giving them the power. And and let me tell you, if this was a test run for, let's say, biological warfare from, say, China, uh, we failed. Mm -hmm. We failed. We are vulnerable.
0: Well, and we've also shown everyone in power or seeking to be in power that we will respond if you just give us enough fear, right? If you just instill enough fear in us, we will comply with everything.
1: Forget give me liberty or give me death. Forget the beaches of Normandy. Forget these 18-year-old boys at the Battle of the Bulge who went in Forget the sacrificial, you know, revolutionaries, the patriots that won our independence. Forget that kind of stuff. Now people are like, oh, my God, if you're, you're not wearing a mask. Mm. I can't believe you. Do you want me to die? Do you want me to die? I want you to be free. Yeah. I want you to be free because if I'm not free, I'd rather be dead. I don't want to live in a concentration camp. I don't want to be interned. I don't want to be in a gulag. I want to be an American with liberty and responsibility and freedom.
0: Mm.
2: Can yeah.
1: I
0: just Otherwise, tell
2: Otherwise, I'd rather be dead. Amen. To your point, one of the phone calls I got early on during the coronavirus was from a 95-year-old World War II veteran who fought in the Battle of the Bulge. Checking on me. Wow. <laughs> He's like, you need anything. <laughs> I'm on God, my way. Oh my gosh. He helped liberate Dachau. He still drives on his own. He's a, 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 How a, did that make you feel about yourself, Tim? I'm a wuss. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, I that's so funny because I was telling my mom and dad, I was like, I wish my grandparents were still alive because all my grandparents, yeah. they all fought in yeah. World War II, the guys and the women. They worked at canning factories, and I was like, I wish they were alive to share, like, this ain't that bad. Yep. Yeah. You know, yep. so what? It's eight weeks of a little struggle. Exactly. We dealt with the Great Depression and then a six-year war. Mm-hmm. Basically, mm-hmm. like, we can... We need their advice. We need them first perspective. And I wish they were still alive and telling everyone, hey, cool your jets, bro. We
1: went through two months of hard time yeah. and I gained 15 pounds.
0: Yeah, <laughs> we, just, we just sat on the couch yeah. and we're complaining about it, too. Yeah. Uh, all right, more to come. First, we want to thank our sponsor, Patriot Mobile. So in addition to their generous support of Mercury One, which is Glen Beck's charity, you need to go check it out. Patriot Mobile has gone above and beyond to help Americans stay in touch right now during this difficult time. They have lowered their prices even further, and they were already really low. They can start your customized family plan. Uh, It just starts at $25. It's $25, $35, $45. Uh, Wherever you fit in that range, you got to check it out. Now, Patriot Mobile is unlike the other cell phone carriers because Patriot Mobile shares your values. They're not going to charge you hidden fees. And they're also – here's the big catch here, guys. They're not going to send your hard-earned money to Planned Parenthood or other left-leaning Causes like the big cell phone carriers. They're actually taking a portion of your money, your hard-earned money that you pay in your bill, and they're donating to all of these causes that you fight against. Get the same reliable nationwide service and support a company that shares your values. They support our Constitution, and they put people before profits. Now, it's 2020. Switching is really easy. You can keep your phone number. You can bring your phone over. You can buy a new one, whatever you want to do. Like I said, the technology is there right now. There's nothing to worry about Right now, they will waive your activation, plus send you a free gift if you use offer code NEWS. All you got to do is go to PatriotMobile.com slash NEWS. If you still use the phones for what they were originally intended, you could also call 972-PATRIOT. But uh, most people don't do that. So you can go to PatriotMobile.com slash NEWS. Back in a minute. All right, let's talk Texas. Uh, Governor Greg Abbott, as Chad just mentioned in the last segment, he has come out and said, I guess he got enough people that were telling him, and I'd love to get your thoughts on this, Genevieve, he got enough people that were telling him, this is really stupid, the way that you've designated that like these other uh, businesses can't reopen and these other ones over here can. Really arbitrary, kind of still uh, messing with you know picking winners and losers in the economy. So he is now saying... Hair and nail salons, <laughs> barbers and tanning facilities can reopen to customers. Now, here's the catch. Uh, first of all, it, it starts Friday, May 8th, so this Friday. And the customers have to, have to stay six feet apart. Right. And uh, the stylists are recommended, strongly encouraged to wear masks. Now, they, of course, have to keep by the same 25% capacity rules. Mm-hmm. Um, but... That's how they are going to do it. Now, it's interesting because he just reopened all of these businesses, decided not to include all of these arbitrary uh, other businesses that they thought they just couldn't handle it. And now all of a sudden, only what less than a week later, he's amending it. Genevieve, what does that tell you?
3: Well, it tells you that people in Texas like their liberties and like the opportunity to be pro-business and pro-Texas at the same time. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, in Dallas, we've heard a lot about Salon a la mode. She has a hearing going on, I think, right now. Today. Yeah. Yeah. I actually spoke on the phone with one of her stylists and You know, I think they want to be able to practice and open their business and make money and architect the lives they want for themselves, just like anyone else. And this is this is a shared American trait, not a specific business by business trait. Um, I think. Governor Abbott got probably took a lot of heat. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, what will be interesting to see is, you know, if Tim goes and gets his beard trimmed, is the woman, you know, is person wearing the mask over you? What's the safety and like health precautions? We have to make sure we're keeping each other safe for Mm -hmm. priority number one. You know, you're definitely not six feet apart if you're trimming someone's hair. At least I don't want someone six feet away from me trimming my hair. Maybe it'll work for you, but definitely won't work for me. That's why I shaved (laughs)
1: mine off. I I look like a dirty Q-tip
3: at this point.
0: I'm telling you, I don't care. Masks or no mask, I'm
3: going to go get my nails done. Well, I think you... and speaking with someone that worked at Salon Alamo, they're already wearing masks. Yeah. People mm-hmm. yes, want to were. practice. Yes. they want to practice safely. Well, they they also, want to have good health standards huh. and they want to keep people safe. But they want to be able to make a living.
0: Being a cosmetologist, I mean, they they are taught very rigorous sanitation and procedures. And their license, right. right? I mean, that's you're gonna yeah. if you walk into a hair salon. You're going to find a much more clean environment than going to the grocery store down the street, Tim.
2: Well, yeah, grocery stores are filthy. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But I, I need to get my mullet cut. I honestly have grown like I'm kind of a mullet in the back. That. It's yeah. I am not myself, and this beard is a coronavirus beard. <laughs> I'll just have it like sh- I do not ever have a beard. <laughs> I like it though. Yeah, I I like unlike a lot of guys too. in it's D.C., my catchy. beard's on my face.
3: This is a really <laughs> good one.
2: Never invited back. Um, <laughs> but now, yeah, listen, hey, it's got to go. So I'm sorry. You know, if you want to do drinks, you got to do it without the face.
0: <laughs> no, but I mean, so Texas, uh, what does this tell you about Texas, right, Chad? That okay, we're so, going to stand for this. Yeah,
1: so. um... I've always said that Texans have a humble arrogance. Some people don't know. It, it, that's just a way it's of just saying, that's you know, we, we, you, you speak softly, carry a big stick kind of attitude. Everything's bigger in Texas. We know that, You the stature of Texas. I like Greg Abbott. I do too. Uh, I do too. He's a good guy. I like Dan Patrick. Um, he's a good man. And, and And, you know, these guys who are in there, the thing I like about Greg Abbott is he listens to the people of Texas, whether it's on Twitter or whatever social media platform, he listens. Uh, he catches a lot of flack because, of course, in a, in a state of 23, 24 million people, that's what you're going to catch. Mm. But he does it fairly. I'm happy when I see and meet folks like Genevieve who are running for office, who deserve to be there, who are fair, common-sense people, who listen and have just a brain in their head and not out there running on some idealistic principle. They're actually—they care about the people that they're that they're going to represent. Mm. And Greg Abbott does a good job with that. Yeah. And, and he's even said, look— You know, he opened the restaurants back up and there wasn't some some zombie apocalypse that broke out. So he's like, okay, maybe we can ease some other restrictions. Let's do this. We'll speed up the timetable. But he says in his press release, he said, if you violate these things and the distancing doesn't work and we see an increase in infections and yes, go back to my point number two, it's highly infectious. If we start seeing an increase, then we'll bring it back down. But. Look, when you talk about infection, in infection, Texas. infection nope. it's hard to do, because it's especially when you have an infection and mortality rate in, in, in New York of 45 percent to 55 percent, and it's only two in Texas, Bingo. it's kind of hard to make an argument there.
0: Bingo.
3: Bingo. Well, could you imagine? I mean, look at Texas versus California. I mean, yeah. as we were saying, you can't even go to the beach in California, whereas mm-hmm. here we're at least allowing people to be productive and get, find that self-worth and be able to make their own money because yeah. many sad? Texans don't want to live off the government. Right. They're like, I'll take the check. Thank you. But this is not something I'd like to have, <laughs>
2: have all the time. How have women in Dallas like made it without having their hair like three? Closer it's usually like three. Yeah, like three to five inches higher. We'll
3: never It's do. a hard life. We it will really never tell.
0: It's a hard life. I don't want to talk about it. I've got some PTSD going on from these times. Uh, While we're on the subject of Texas, I want to play a clip that uh, I saw online earlier. Very disturbing to me. So this was we're talking about, uh, you know, you mentioned South Dakota, Tim, earlier. We talked about how there are varying degrees of, you know, how bad COVID is in certain rural areas compared to New York City. Uh, We've got cops in Odessa, in the Odessa area in western Texas, who arrested a bar owner and a group of armed men on Monday after they violated the state's order. Now, they were engaging in a peaceful protest, is what they said. So the bar owner reopened the bar. He said, my business is essential, too. I need to feed my family. I'm opening my bar. This was a peaceful protest. You are allowed to carry uh, here in Texas. And um, the officers, they, they got the SWAT team. That showed up and with <coughs> their big megaphone. Here's a little bit of what that looked like. with the
1: Keep your
0: hands up. Where is it? You with the
1: hat, green shirt. Pick your hands up. I
3: can't see him. Where's the bar? <laughs> <laughs> well, Odessa. <laughs> <laughs>
1: drink in worse places
0: in Odessa. Now, uh, the officers, of course, said that they charged the bar owner for violating the governor's orders and arrested the armed men for having weapons on what they said was a licensed property. Uh, it just feels like, though, Tim, kind of unnecessary to bring the SWAT team. And when- the tank? Right. <laughs> Not really a good utilization of uh, taxpayer money. To bring the tank to show up because at the end of the day, a bar owner wants to feed her family.
2: Don't you think that that, that is overreaction? Just watching that video, I, I kind of kept my comments to myself because I don't know if you can hear me talking over the video yeah, or not you while you're can, playing it. So thank you. But <laughs> I, I'm just watching that and I'm like, why the hell do they have, number one, a tank and like just ridiculous military grade weapons pulled out? I sound like a liberal saying uh, that. <laughs> military grade weapons were pulled out. Weapons. <laughs> when all it would take. Is the sheriff showing on me like, guys, come on. Yeah. Can we just talk this out? Right. That was a show of force that was so unnecessary and, and why the public shouldn't necessarily trust the government and the officials in charge. That, that's case number one right there. Well, probably number 1,000 at this point.
3: Right. Yeah. Genevieve, what do you have to say about it? I'm yeah. still trying to find the bar in that video clip. <laughs> one of the trailers. It's one of the trailers. No, I'm playing. I'm playing. Hey, r- right now, you take what you can get. Yeah, okay. I mean, I don't even have to leave my house in order to get to get a drink. Um, but I will say, you know, the governor is being really responsible, trying to open different businesses, trying to get people's livelihoods back in order. You know, bars and weren't on that list. Mm-hmm. Now, they might be coming henceforth in the next four days. You know, people have been making do without it for the last seven weeks. I don't think that there needed to be. You know, a huge all of these weapons, these drawn weapons coming in to confiscate or fine or look after all of these folks at this facility. But it didn't have to open. It wasn't a have to do. It was a I'd like for it to be open situation. That's from what I can take. I think we have to be smart, respect what the governor's trying to do, be thoughtful. But we don't need drawn weapons in order to go make sure people have a
2: tank. That was a tank. (laughs) No, that's a
1: truck in Texas. (laughs)
2: That's
1: a. Yeah, which I'd love to own. My my HOA would just love me even more. Uh, I just want like Andy Griffith to walk up, you know, with his no gun on, and just kind of go up and disarm the darlings. Just say, hey, you know, let's get the jug band out and sing a song here, and because it's it's, it's just overkill. And what did I say yesterday? I said it's such a fine line between authority and tyranny. That's what we got to be careful with. Truth and error don't live across town; they live next door to each other, and it's real easy to cross the fence if you're not careful. And that's the kind of thing right there. When you see that, say that's an excess of show of force and it's not necessary.
0: Yeah, and you gotta, you got to feel for uh, you know the, the bar owner and the bar workers because while we've been going without it and we can go without it, they cannot always go without a paycheck to yeah. feed their families. And, and to
1: workers, the too. law enforcement essential. defense, they have a job to do. They're under yeah. authority too. They're they're under they a have a thing pressure. to do and, yeah. and yeah. they don't know what they're walking into and I understand that. It's easy for us to sit here and watch it on video or even to look at it in hindsight and say, well, they shouldn't have done that. We don't know that. I'm a little bit nervous when I get around people with guns and I don't know. The environment, so yeah, you know.
0: All right, we've got more to come back in a minute. Here we, here we, we do, we I'm so glad you're glad to be here. I am
1: excited. I, I might come know. back tomorrow. Really? Nope, going to the lake. <laughs>
0: According to a new Rasmussen poll—this is just for funsies, Uh, guys—we've got—the question was asked, suppose that in violation of stay-at-home rules your neighbor had 15 to 20 people at their home, would you report them to police— 36% of Americans said that they would report their neighbors. 43% said that they would not. However, there was a huge difference in Democrats and Republicans. Uh, 44% of Democrats said that they would call the cops. And uh, Republicans said only 25% said that they would. Tim, you look like you want to say something.
2: Suppose the government was locking away a certain group of people in labor camps somewhere. (laughs) Would you call the police on your neighbor for hiding them in the attic? (laughs) And the
0: answer is yes. That's a great point. exactly what it is. It really has shown us who would have done that back then. Mm -hmm. I mean, not to be... Human nature hasn't changed in
1: thousands of years. I wish that it had. Every day in every way, we're getting better and better. No, we're not. Mm -hmm. That's what they said in 1914 when they marched boys off to war for World War I, and they came back absolutely brain shell-shocked because of what they saw from the atrocities of war. Man's inhumanity to man has been around for a long, long time. and hasn't changed. Me personally, I would have two cases of beer under my arm and I would be at the party.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think, John Sometimes
3: it's like you know, isn't this none of your business, what I'm right. doing at yes. my house? Right. I mean. Well, but but here's the problem is that they've
0: made it their business because everyone in the mainstream media and a lot of government officials are making them feel like if you are violating the order, that equals them dying. Right. I mean, so they think yeah, you're putting them at risk.
3: Yeah. They're, you're putting them at your neighbors at risk by having people in your own home yeah. where you're not around yeah. your neighbors, that the, this virus is going <clears> to. <throat> Morph through the walls and go in go through their walls. You know, like this is ridiculous. Yeah, a mask like, will
1: protect you, but the walls won't. The walls
3: won't. Brick walls, they're they're kaput. They're out. <laughs> that that whole thing is out. I mean, this is ridiculous. I'm just glad I live in a street with a whole bunch of Republicans. You know, no. But the reality is like. We've got to just everyone needs to chill out Mm -hmm. like you need to be with your family. If anything, the coronavirus has taught us is that family really matters. Mm -hmm. And if you can be with your family now, do it. If you're doing it safe in a way that's not affecting anyone else, what you're doing behind your own. Mm-hmm. Front door is no one else's business, especially if it's not bothering your neighbors. It's your
2: body, your choice,
0: right? Right. That's, That's what, what they said. told us. That's what they told us. Tim, what do you think that the percentage would be if they were to have polled a subset of just suburban moms? Because I feel like suburban 100%. moms. One hundred percent, Karen's. So, yeah. Yes. Somehow, like one hundred. I want to use language
2: for those types, but I can't because I respect women, <laughs> but they are nasty. And they have nothing better to it's do awful. than call and, and rat on their neighbors. Like, when, when does your life suck so much that you call on, like, kids at playgrounds or call the police? You want, you want to right. stop people from going on walks? Like, I'm sorry. You're
0: miserable.
3: Thank just you.
2: Never leave your house. Yeah. You know.
3: You, you literally just stay in your house. Yes. We're all good. Yes. We're going to we go outside. Yes. You stay in, yeah. Karen, and we'll be fine. If, yeah, if
2: you, you see my choice. dead
1: carcass in the <laughs> cul-de-sac, call the waste management company and have them come pick it up. Other than
0: that, don't worry about me. Well, and even then, I mean, it's like, well, it's not your wife's job, really. Well,
1: we we have murder hornets that'll come clean my bones, and (laughs) then it'll be less to carry away.
2: Karen's cats will come and eat your dead body as well. <laughs>
0: yeah. I, Chad, I'm really, I'm trying, I have like a contest within myself that I'm trying to see how quickly I can get banned from all of the mom's groups that I'm in mm-hmm. <laughs> because every time they post some sort of nonsense about, you know, staying at home. And uh, there was one lady over the weekend who said, I feel like this new reopening is just kind of natural selection. And so I'll write back and I keep getting my comments removed and I keep getting, you know, banned from all these groups. And Her it's just kid, a game to me at this point. Her
1: kid's the one that's out there looking like the Michelin man when he tries to go play because she's got so many elbow <laughs> pads and knee pads and helmets on him and stuff like that. Okay, natural selection.
3: I know. Well, she's, so she's a fan of science, is what you're saying. <laughs> yeah. <Because laughs> science is everything, according right. to one side of the equation. I mean, here's the thing. Conversation.
2: The, the yeah, world's going to end in like yeah. ten years anyway, right? The yeah, all we got. So, so why are we even out. staying in for it's anything? We're right? right. yeah. just going to do
0: everything. Live the, the small amount of life that we have left. All right, got to take a break. Back in a minute.
1: And so uh, we're still here party.
0: Before we go, uh, let me tell you where you can find Tim and Genevieve. Actually, let me just let them tell you, Tim.
2: Yeah, so uh, Washington Times columnist. You can check out my segments called Take Tim to Work at Fox 5 DC, Sirius XM. I'm on almost like once a week or something now. And I'm also going to be debuting a new show on Parlor on Wednesday nights called That Was a Week.
0: See, I said at the beginning, I was like, he's like 10 million different things. I don't even know which one to tell you that he is. Uh, so that's where you can find Tim. Genevieve. Perfect. I
3: feel way more boring compared to <laughs> Tim over but here. So you're because, running for office. So. Uh, my website is GCforCongress.com. Uh, we made we shortened my name because Genevieve is literally like the Wheel of Fortune. So <laughs> you can buy a vowel. GCforCongress.com. You can find me on Twitter at Genevieve Collins for Congress and at Instagram, Genevieve Collins for Congress. All right. I will respond to your messages, too. Oh, well, <laughs> I will not. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I, everyone. Yes. Maybe? Just never. Don't slide. Especially into not years. you. Uh, Don't slide into Tim's DMs. All right, uh, we don't have time to get to yesterday's poll. You can go look that up online if you want to see it. Today's poll, should Trump bail out the states or let them go bankrupt? So, of course, that comes after today. Uh, California is going to be the first state to take from the federal government to pay for their unemployment. What do you think, Chad? Should Trump
1: no, I no, I because ultimately and even red states, red states yeah. are taking money from the blue states. So why are we going to be obligated to the blue states? It, it's it's it, anyway, yeah.
0: Yeah. No. Quick answer, Tim, what do you think? Nope, no bailout. no bailout. No bailout. No bailout. Let them starve. Okay, no, but let them lie in the bed that they made, at least. All right, thank you guys so much for being here. Let us know what you think on the poll and we will see you tomorrow.